when you look at all of the people who are in control mm. of things that have to deal with urban, they're not black. I like syrups rich and delicious. Well, my syrup is very thick and rich. <laughs> you like maple syrup on your pancakes? Canadian made with no artificial ingredients. This is... What is this called again? (laughs) This is the Maple Syrup Podcast. Okay, so Christmas is fast approaching. I haven't done any of my Christmas shopping yet, and I usually wait till after Boxing Day. It's Archung. It's another episode of the Maple Syrup Podcast. Thanks for tuning in, whether you're on Apple Podcast, uh, Spotify, Spotify, Hmm, that's actually a good idea, you know, although I don't smoke. Google Play and everywhere else and also ICN.DJ Indicative Network. Uh, big shout out to Mike Bamboo. I heard the event was amazing last week, Sunday. So big shout outs to you on that event. Uh, make sure to go grab your stocking stuffer of Ox God, the game, the music battle card game uh, right now. Uh, Oxgodthegame.com. Uh, a lot in this episode, though. Uh, it's been a while uh, since we've heard from this next artist or my next guest, um, music-wise. Uh, he, I, I would say, he's one of the one of Toronto's most brightest stars uh, that hasn't really shone bright just as yet. Um, but he is of Ghanaian descent, you know. Uh, He's a community man. He's a family man. But overall, he's a great artist, and he's just an intelligent mind. So I don't want to keep you guys waiting. I finally have Spec One on the show. Uh, so you guys are in for a treat. You guys are in for such a treat. And here he is right here on the Maple Syrup Podcast. Ooh, give me some of that sweet, sweet syrup, baby. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm coming down, baby. Yeah. Is you coming down, down, baby? Uh, yeah. Uh, then let's go up, seven. What? 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 La, la, la. Ha. You got it. With the drink, scheme to get the dollars and crib. From walking the streets, cruising in them pile of a screen. The object to be the strongest and the hardest of seeds. Problem indeed, ain't easy as you thought it would be. Who wanna be free from poverty? Who's starving to ease? Follow my lead, I take you there like Salah Houdin. I promise to be responsible for all of my seeds. Daughter by faith, she gotta get a college degree. Along with my son, I teach him both that knowledge is key. The song isn't done until we pay homage to James. Son and the saints, sort of like the fallen. It's like, I don't have to be here. No, you don't. (laughs) If you don't take the work to do for me, why am I taking the work to come and sit down with you? You understand what I'm saying? I feel like I'm like applying for a job now. (laughs) You don't know anything. You don't know anything. No, like I need to know. That's the problem. Well, I graduated from Ryerson. I am. Did you graduate from Ryerson? I did not. I dropped out. Trust me, I dropped out of Centennial College. Don't worry, I'm right there. I dropped out of Centennial too. I dropped out of a few. The only one I graduated from was Trevis. Institute? Yes. For what? Sound engineer? Sound engineer, yes. That's why your 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 sound sounds sick, eh? I don't play no games, man. Sound is very important to me. Just as important as the creativity, sound is very important. 
And I feel like that is this is all good for conversation. My bad. I feel like that by is the way, the we between... I started recording. This oh, is for the word. podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> We're live. Lucky I didn't say nothing <laughs> shady about nobody. Eh? Yo, yeah, I'm having a good. It. Yo, I'm having a good time. Um, this is the Maple Syrup Podcast. It's our Chung. Hasn't changed. Episode, I don't, I can't even say because we're in our second season now. I feel great Big um, because things are finally rolling. I'm finally getting more prominent artists. We had Kie Tajuma. Um, KJ. We had, a, we had a, Yo, a couple. That's, that's my 88 Days of Fortune alum, alumni yes. brother. What happened to 88 Days of Fortune? Um, we grew. We graduated. We moved on, you know. Shout outs to Leilani. She's doing big things which right profit, now. Which is which profit? Which profit? Which profit? is doing some massive things. She's on, like, every publication you could think of. Man. Yep, and she's actually doing a tour um, in Europe yes. uh, real soon. Yes, I, I, what I understand. Which is dope, man, because I know, I know she loves Europe. But um, who else was there? There's um, Bahia Watson. Mm-hmm. She's, uh, she's in that new TV show, um, The Handmaiden's Tale. Word? Yeah, man. Bizarre just dropped a record. My homie Ja Gray, photographer, he's out in L.A. shooting pe- uh, Hollywood and everything. Like, it was a really dope residency, this 88 Days of Fortune thing. You understand what I'm saying? There's a lot of talent that came out of that. Right. And grew to do, like, really dope things. You see me? That is crazy. Maple Syrup. I didn't even get to finish the intro. Maple Syrup Podcast. <laughs> it's Archung hanging out with the one and only rapper, producer, songwriter, philanthropist, uh, community legend, uh, father, uh, king. Struggling vegetarian. <laughs> you know, you know, so you can't, you, you know, so you can't stay away from the meat. Stop this, guy. Yo, it's the fish. I mean, the chicken and the steak. I can no, get that of, can stay away. But if you can't stay away from the fish, I can't stay away from what the about snapper. shrimp, dog. The red snapper. I, I, I love shrimp, even though they're bottom feeders and supposedly disgusting. <sighs> That's they another just story. Tastes good itself. in my rice. See, my brother's a <laughs> my <laughs> my brother's a chef, right? Okay. So he'll always try to give you like the benefit of the doubt to be like, no. Don't listen to what reports are saying. Swine is good for you. <laughs> yes. I'm not going to fight with him because I'm not going to lie. From I, I said I was going to stop eating pork for a little bit, and I know I shouldn't really eat pork. Right. But it's just something about when it's cured and salted properly. I mean, I'm a man. I don't judge, you know. You know what I'm saying? I I, no, no. Yes, you do judge. Okay. Silently. So technically, <laughs> I'm not judging because you don't know I'm judging. But right? then the, the thing is I can throw back snapper at you. If True. snappers cook up the right way, Shh, that snapper won't survive. How you mean? When it's right off the coast too. Jeez. Because I'm telling you, because I know snappers. I, can you get? Can you catch snapper in, in Ghana? Yeah, man, definitely. Because I'm sure. Because I'm sure. Because here's the thing. What I understand is the fact that I think there's a tie between Ghanaian roots and I believe Jamaican roots too. Absolutely. If I'm not mistaken. Absolutely, it's pretty much the same file, different folder. <laughs> like that analogy. Yeah, man. I've been to both places. I've been to Yad quite a few times, mm-hmm. at least. You're I, an honorary Jamaican to me. I'll be. I'll let you up. know that straight up. Straight you, like up. you got the card for me, so you're. I'll I'll receive that in the mail <laughs> shortly. I hope. <laughs> well, honorary Yadi. <laughs> well, I I mean I I'm I'm not I'm not the president of the Jamaican Canadian Association and Society, but you know right. you if, I to to that, if I were to give that if I were to give that. You know that unction, mm-hmm. you have it because you, you you gel well. I mean, mean you come from a, a great place. But yes. before you even get into like really the thick of the conversation of Spec One is probably adhered as probably one of the most prolific artists. Yes, I'm saying this 
as one of the most prolific artists out of Toronto, uh, mixing of sound and a vibe of, you know, Afro beats, jazz, hip hop, soul, R&B. Sometimes he can throw trap in there, too. He can if he wanted to. But this is what makes Mr. Speck one a unique artist. So I'm glad to have you on the show, my brother. Hey, hey, we got that, too. It's it's been a while Mm -hmm. since I've been trying to reach out to you. And I'm kind of pissed off that it took I've been, forever. I've been on daddy duties, man. That's not the point. Bring the kid. <laughs> Ooh, Maury? Bring Maury. Bring more. Matt, Maury, let's say maybe one, two-year-old Maury might be manageable, but right now he's a hurricane. How old is he now, if I may ask? Look, look we, can, we can beep this out. No, no, it's cool, man. Uh, <laughs> he just turned three in September, actually. Oh, so he just got past a terrible twos. He, but... What they don't tell you is that t- there's actually terrible, terrible threes. Terrible threes? Yes. Don't say that to me. I just got married a couple weeks ago. Nah, man. How do you use them, man? Just no, no. Man, I'm no, not, no, trust me. I'm working on it. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to tell me not to stop that process. You I'm understand. Having... <laughs> you understand, man. But just know what you're in for, man. Because it's, it's like there are different spirits and human beings that come out right. from the... the, 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 the Good the, spirits. Or... You, you understand me? The, the chemistry between you and a woman. Mm-hmm. You never know what you're gonna make, and I mean, both me and Shy are fire signs, so we have a fiery child. Yeah, what's your what's your sign? I'm a Saggy. She's an Aries. I'm an Aries. You're when, an Aries. When's she born? She April? was she was born April 14th. I'm April 2nd. April 2nd. Okay, my sister, God rest her soul, was April 7th. So I know wow. I have experience with Aries. So like, we're fiery people. We just yeah, don't. Man. We just can't take shit. No. Excuse my English. You cannot. We we we're not good. Just very get... organized. Mm-hmm, far from. Okay. Uh, <laughs> But we're we're no nonsense people, and yes, I think Sagittarius. That's true. But I think when are you, when's your birthday? Nineteenth December. Okay. Oh, coming it's up. coming up just now. Just now, man. Okay. You so you're three years old. Good. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but no, man. But like as we were talking, because like I said, I had you on my show. Um, I had you on my radio show, one hundred percent Canadian. Yes. yes, I always have to plug the Canadian because people don't really believe that I have a radio show. Okay? 100% Canadian. Damn 100% Canadian. Damn Let's straight. plug that two more times. Damn, damn, 100% Canadian. Mm. And Indome Mafia has been playing on it more than once, more than twice, more than three times, damn it. We. Yeah. <laughs> but no, but we were we were talking about just even the, the, the roots of like where we've grown up and where we've come from. Because mind you, I'm not Jamaican born, right. but I grew up in a family where it was very Jamaican- oriented we my grandmother you know god rest her soul mm-hmm. was probably the beacon that really as much as she was in canada all her life mm-hmm. you couldn't take the pot to no her. you couldn't no you, you couldn't take certain characteristics and 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 you know even growing up with manners mm-hmm. you know yes. it, it, it was it was very evident like it, it, even the way that I, although i'm slouching i'm still sitting straight right she the, didn't she didn't teach you manners she taught you manners, manners. you see it and i can <laughs> and i can definitely say it probably you know trickled and recipro- you know reciprocated in in your life like talk about 100 you know growing growing up in toronto but coming from that ghanian strong community cuz ghanians are very strong people too very you know so talk very, about very. that man. like um man I don't know if we don't want it to sound redundant because we had talked about this already in the show. So, so we we can catch a different angle, man. Um, the Ghanaian community in Toronto was definitely smaller, you know, mm-hmm. obviously, like for me growing up, but it was still very Jamaican. I'm just... <laughs> Stop this. <laughs> it was still very um, 
very strong in terms of like the core values yeah. of the culture and whatnot. Like there were Ghanaian churches, there were Ghanaian events, mm. Ghanaian parties. There were different communities like Willowridge, Jamestown, Chalk Farm, where there was mm. like a predominant number of Ghanaian people. So you still have the culture around you, people to speak the dialect with you. Right. Other people's parents that you call auntie and uncle that would like school you and right. you know you stay beat around, you. beat you as well, all of that good stuff, feed you, all of that good stuff. You see me? So mm. it, I think that's like a really dope thing that my parents did in terms of like where they chose to base themselves when they came here. Right, was to base themselves around Ghanaian. Ghanaian so then, people, you know? so how so how old were you when? Okay, because I had mentioned you in the radio show that you know you you, you heard the. You heard Kumo D's, How You Like Me Now. But how old were like, because nobody doesn't go and take Kumo D's, How You Like Me Now and then say, you know, I'm going to make a career out of this. Right. <laughs> especially, a disc record, especially a diss record. Imagine that. At grade two, I knew what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. The second I heard that rap song, I how said, this is How old were you in grade it. 10? Like 10? 8? 10? Grade two, um, about 10, 10? I think it's, it's 8. I think it might be eight, 7 eight. or 8. I think it's 8. 8, yeah. yeah 8. But you don't just... Take a diss record and and say you know what it's not like to say for me I took the word it's not like fill me in please mm-hmm. this is not making sense to me at all dog um I years later when I realized that it's Teddy Riley who produced that record I realized mm-hmm. that it's jam really, it's, it, you feel me it's it's really the New <laughs> Jack City New Jack Swing play that jam for me you feel me um it was really the musicality of it that caught me it wasn't just the fact that it was right. hip hop. It was the musicality of the production and how the rapper was in the pocket of that specific rhythm. Mm-hmm. You know, I used to like certain cartoon shows just because they had singing in them, like Alvin and the Chipmunks yep. and everything. So, certain chords, certain yeah. progressions. And it's like you don't know as a child what it is you're feeling, but you right. know you hear a certain chord lick you and you're like, mm, that's mm. sweet. <laughs> you know, what is that? I need more of this in my life. When you feel that, mm, you feel it, 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 it tingles in your spine in a, in a sense, right? Regin, my head literally starts to get tight when I hear like a chord that I'm like really messing with. You can see it in my face, man. It's a serious thing no, for me. No, but, but you like to play with chords in your music. It's not like you're you're your normal. Yes, I'm going to say I'm going to say this straight up honest and don't beat me up for it. No worries. <laughs> you're not your regular rapper. I hope not. You're not your regular. Like. Yeah, everybody's doing 808s. Yeah, every everybody's doing trap beats. Yeah, mm-hmm. everybody's doing auto tune. Yeah, mm-hmm. everybody's talking about you know crack trapping all that bullshit, and they haven't trapped a day in their life, right? Because they live in Vaughn or Maple or something like that, right? Right. But you come from a community like Rexdale, where I don't know if you want to elaborate on that, where you, you you've kind of seen the struggles of how you know public housing has really done a community you know what i'm saying i come from dean park i come from 401 and uh 401 morning morningside and 401 big up dean park you don't know mm-hmm. all day braymore boulevard east side know that but you, you, i i don't know correct me if i'm right i don't know if you've seen the struggles oh of, for sure in the rex yeah in the ridge talk about oh, it. 100 like without incriminating anybody <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, we definitely seen it, man. I, I think I read something in a newspaper article some time ago about in, I can't remember what year it is. It might even still be that way now, but they said in the whole of Canada, Rexdale had the densest population of black people. I read this in an article. I remember this, man. I don't know if it's still like that, but mm-hmm. that just goes to show you how 
rich, you know, the black culture is in there. Right. And the interesting thing is, at the time, you don't know it's struggle. No. I had no idea it was struggle. You understand what I'm saying? Because my mom, single mom, she did an amazing job at, Mm -hmm. like, providing us with whatever it was we need. Now, we've seen a lot of crazy things, Mm -hmm. like the one-two drive-bys, the one-two rusties come through and get Mm -hmm. drubbed down because they're trying to steal a thing, but... It was like we were so we'd even understand the concept of like drugs and drug selling, and we're watching it right in right, front of your eyes, right, right in front of our eyes, take place. You understand? We just know that a certain man's on front step. They wait. A man drives up. You run up to the whip. They go. Sometimes they fight over running over right. to you. Understand? Like we just seen these interactions and thought they were normal. You understand? Mm-hmm. It's not till later on we grow up we realize, yo, this is. It was like some hardcore trapping happening out here. You know. <sighs> And that's what makes, and I think that's what makes you a different guy because where where people can can could succumb to the effects of the I don't know if that makes sense they they can succumb to the effects of what they see at mm-hmm. a young age. You kind of veered away from it in a I was sense because you're an intelligent because one you're an intelligent mind. If if y'all don't follow this guy on Instagram and on his Twitter, he's drop he's always dropping some piece of knowledge. You know what I'm saying? Shy is another person too. She's deep. And so those two people, like, you can't put two intelligent. That's like an intelligent sandwich right there. Oh, you should meet more than yo. Oh, you heard? At three years old, man, you, you got to hear the stuff, the profound things he's saying and doing, man. Because he's coming from an intelligent sandwich. Yeah. You don't oh, get man. it. You don't. You see how it comes right? together. Um, <laughs> but like, but as you said, you mentioned you, you were lucky. Why were you lucky? I feel like I was lucky because I never fell into, can I cuss? Yes, this is the podcast. F- Excuse I me, never- Lord. Excuse me. I'm, I'm probably going to beep all that. I'm, yeah, I'm definitely going to beep all that out. Uh, I have church on Sunday now, so. Pastor can't hear them talk. Yeah. What do you mean? Bet you pastor cuss worse than both of us. No, sure. yeah. <laughs> but Shoot. no, but you, but you said that. You know, you're lucky. And yes, you can't cuss. You can't, you can't cuss upon the podcast. Yo, I feel like I got lu- <laughs> I got sorry, lucky. Because I didn't get caught up in the fuckery that most mm. of the mans around me got caught up in. And I could have easily got caught up in there. Right. But I was a person who, because my pops wasn't around, I was always looking for the older pops figure. Mm-hmm. And I feel like where I lucked out was I was wise enough to know, yo, follow this nigga. Don't mm-hmm. follow this nigga. He's dumb. Mm-hmm. Or like, watch how this this dude does this, cause this is smart. Mm-hmm. The way this dude is doing it, yeah, he's hard and yeah, he comes through with the hardcore and the mm-hmm. her. But like, nah, man, he's too loud. You can't follow this person. Mm-hmm. I, I just always had some real intelligent OGs right. that would never let me do some foolish shit. Would right. always school me on yo, go this way, don't go that way. Don't talk to y'all like this. Mm-hmm. Make sure you respect them and deal. You understand what right. I'm saying? I was lucky in that sense. Not everybody. Has, has access that. to that, you know? Right. But I find that weird nowadays because it even, like, trickles in the music now. You know what I'm saying? Where I had posed a question um, a few episodes ago, and I said, where are the OGs um, in the music industry that we can really fall back on and really ask questions and for them to really, you know, really encourage our mind in a sense? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and this was during the time, and I don't really mean to bring up the story again. This is when uh, that the news of when, um, uh, oh God, uh, the young man that got the the rapper um, Smoke Dog, Smoke Dog, R.I.P. R- 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 rest in peace. Mm-hmm. Um, where he got 
you know, obviously, life ended too short. Man, he was just starting to bubble, oh, man. Oh, my Lord. I won't bond me still. And I got, a lot of us were angry, because that's, I think that's where my my frustration came out um, in the podcast, because I had posed, posed the question, I'm po- even posing the question to you right now, where are the OGs now, that mm. once upon a time, the same way you said, they looked after you, they told you what not to do, mm-hmm. how to do it, how to do it well, how to chat, how not to chat, don't talk to that person, don't talk to that. Where are the OGs now? Are, are we so, are we, ah, uh, my mind is boggling right now. Why are you making me think so much, Spec? I can't, <laughs> I, I can't even get it out. It's, Let, let's get it out, man. We what, got time. What are we doing wrong in this day and age right now where we're seeing a lot more lives being taken than lives being really built up? Where are the OGs to really help with that? I know I had a couple OGs that helped me out. I may not look the part, but I'm saying. I think it's a combination of things, man. It's very, very nuanced, and it can't solely rest on the shoulders of the OGs. Mm-hmm. But I feel, though, that the OGs are busy making money, man. You know, there was a t- when this hip-hop um, community and genre started making multi-millions, mm-hmm. spawning, spawning all these big, big deals. I feel like the OGs were too busy, like, becoming moguls and billionaires right. and millionaires. You understand what I'm saying? Because their era before them, mm-hmm. they weren't making those milli rocks like that. Right. So they had time and they had the balance to be able to impart the knowledge and the wisdom after them. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like that golden era of mans that started to go double, triple, quadruple, platinum. Right. I feel like they were just about, yo, This is, it's about this money. We're seeing the money. Let's get this money. And that's mm-hmm. how it's going to be with the people who aren't used to seeing that type of money. You see? Right. Leaving the youngsters there to be like, and there's also, I'm gonna get down to the nitty gritty right I now. I feel it, let's you got do time it. for it? Let, well, I got All time, right. I got a lot. Let me see if wife is not calling, I got time. You got time? <laughs> Let me see if wife's not calling. Yep. Okay, I got time. We got time. <laughs> we got time, all right, all right. So, and this goes for our city of Toronto too as well. Yes, this is a great segue. I'm ready now, son. You understand? There's definitely the aspect of greed that comes into place mm. and selfishness that comes into place with all this money that is being made in the hip-hop community. Mm-hmm. Especially up here in Canada because it's a much small, smaller industry. So it's almost like people feel like there's less on the table. Right. So we have to hold certain doors closed so that we can eat our food. Mm-hmm. And that when we feel say we're satisfied, we'll let in a one too. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Um, I guess what what would you call that? Gatekeepers. The gatekeepers. Right. Yeah. I, I feel like that's how it's been with this gatekeeping, gatekeeping. Like we're up here, son, you're not ready yet. Mm-hmm. And then the surgence of the internet comes through. Right. Social media comes through. And it just breaks down the position of the gatekeeper. Uh, sorry, the gatekeepers. gatekeeper. Yeah. Right? To the point where now you have direct access to your fans, you have direct access to your audience, mm-hmm. and with a little help and some ingenuity and creativity, you become a record label in yourself who can reach everyone on your own new version of what we consider television and radio, right. which is the internet. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Now, the old heads they didn't come up in the time of the internet, so they're not right. savvy with taking pictures and videos of themselves and posting it themselves. Right. They would go through 
the business of the record label. Yep, the PRs, the the publicists, the you understand music what I'm videos, the networks, the, the huge machine. Yeah, and because they went through that, they didn't acquire the skills themselves mm-hmm. to be independent labels. Most musicians, you understand. Right. Now these youngsters. They're the internet generation. Mm-hmm. They gave birth to this, revolutionized this entire thing. Mm-hmm. So they know it to a science. It's just now that the OGs are starting to study the algorithm of this to try and figure out how can it be infiltrated right. and like steered and directed and whatnot. Right. But the youngins, they get it. So this is why the youngins run hip hop. Mm-hmm. You understand? Because it's like you hold the door closed. You don't let them in mm-hmm. because you feel, say, you want to yam everything you want to yam. And the mm-hmm. only way you let them in is if, like, you write for me. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You pretty much put them in a position where you could suck the life out of them. Right. Until you don't need them no more to, or until they're not hot anymore or until they wise up and dip. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Which is a shitty scenario. So these youngsters said, F it. Fuck yeah, I'm just going to, we're going to do it ourselves. Right. And that's what's happening in the game right now. But I will say that there's a little bit of a, of a little bit of a goodness that comfort because I kind of you know obviously we can drop a couple names like a Daniel Caesar, yes, a Jesse Ray. Shout out to men like Daniel Caesar. You know what Jesse Ray. I, I will say, and I and I wish and I understand that life happens because once upon a time, a young Spec One mm. was in that same circle, right? Because every anywhere in the city. You heard a man hustle by way of promotion, mm-hmm. by way of internet, by way of scheming, scheming in the good sense of, you know, I mean, promoting music. Right, don't right. Get it, don't get it twisted. Definitely. <laughs> we're, clean, scheme, we're clean out here. You would, you would hear the name Spec One. And that's why I know of you because, um, you know, obviously one of my favorite albums, and yes, I'm kind of dating it back, just it was probably a few, a few years ago, So Fucking Amazing was, ama- was, an, was an amazing record. Respect. I love um, that record. It was a great gra- graphically, because I'm a graphic designer at heart too. Okay, was an amazing uh, piece. Shout out to Wolf J McFarland. No, no, that wasn't was Wolf it, J. That wasn't Wolf. That was not Wolf. Lies. But I can understand why you think that because shout out to Wolf. He's pretty much one of the, if not arguably the dopest out here at the game. That's why I gave does. up. Right. You understand <laughs> what I'm saying? That's why I, I sometimes I feel like I was up. wrong. He, he that wasn't Wolf it. for true. It was not Wolf. It was not Wolf. Oh, my God. Forgive me, yo. It's all good. It's, all, it's, it's understandable. Damn you, Wolf. He, he's done a lot of my work, my past work. What are you though. talking about? He's done every, all of your work. He's done my first one, like my first mixtape, the Prima Donna joint, where I did the yes. DJ Primo beats. Yeah, man. But it was actually me and my, my guy, Ja, Ja Gray, who did that album cover. Wow. Yeah, I just got told wrong information. Straight but up. then again, like I said, it's because of that, that I, I, I'm, I'm so acquainted with it and I, and I see it. But... Not just even from your visuals, because I remember there's one video you put out. Uh, you shot a video was it in Japan, in, was it in, to- in, in Tokyo, Japan, in Tokyo, yeah, Tokyo. Um, which is actually one of my favorite tracks. I, you know, let's Dope. play a little bit of it right here. Passports and camera, of course. I'm gonna play a little bit of it right here. So, produced by Lloyd Quest. So yeah, like very, very eclectic, very jazzy, very soulful. But, um, like I said, you tend not you you tend to push the envelope when it comes to the choice of beats that you use, the 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 the, the instruments you use, even sometimes the, the 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 lyrical content. You know what I'm saying? Um, do you feel like you owe anybody to remain in a box? No, definitely not. 
You know, like I was saying earlier, rap music, hip hop became boring to me, man. And I needed to figure out ways to make it fun. Mm -hmm. So just pretty much, you know, it's like a music to me is like a buffet. I'm gonna break it down. It sounds weird. I love it. <laughs> well, let me break it down. It's like Anytime a buffet. It's like talk already, son. You understand? So it's like you go to the buffet, you're Mandarin or whatever. Mm -hmm. You you choose. I am Chinese, but that's I'll leave that one alone. Right. Continue. Hence the chung. <laughs> I feel you, man. But um, you go to your buffet and you walk around and you choose what you want mm. and whatever you're not feeling. If it looks kind of weird, you dash it or you, right. you don't even dash. You just keep it moving. Right. That's pretty much how I see music. Like the old heads or the OGs will look at trap music and be like, they're not messing with it because it's just loud. Right. But the thing is, you have to clearly. Millions and billions of people are connecting with this music. So what is the vibration in there that you could choose that mm -hmm. you feel like, yo, this is what I take from this right. and add it to yours? Like, I'll listen to jazz and I'll be like, hmm, I like this about jazz. So I'll incorporate the chords. I mm -hmm. love jazz, gospel, R&B chords. You understand what I'm saying? I love, <laughs> right? For the gospel. Yep. Amen. Right? <laughs> I love, um... I love the 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 lo-fi and like sorry not the lo-fi the low frequencies and the the, the sonics of trap right like the, trap how the music bass bumps how yeah they, how man it, how it rides like as a, as someone who mixes music trap music has done things with like loudness of music that right. I feel like no other music has started to do yet like mm -hmm. the level of loudness you can have a sound and it still be knocking and right. rocking you understand and it's still balanced too you understand. So I take that from trap music, and mm -hmm. I love Afrobeat. You know, I love the pockets and the cadences that, like, my brothers are using back home in Ghana and Nigeria. Mm -hmm. So I take that, and voila, you get Indomie Mafia. Right. You feel me? So it's, it's pretty much just like me going around the music buffet and picking and choosing right. things that I like. And, then, and the tasty parts, too, because anybody can just go to the buffet and just eat whatever, and, right. and it's trash, because at the end of the day, if you eat too much from a buffet, you kind of get sick after a while. You got to be very choice, choo very choosy in what you. My father, God rest his soul, would beg to different, Mister Addy. Oh, word! <laughs> explain, please explain. Yo, my father would clear out his belly <laughs> so he can go and sit maybe three, four rounds at the buffet. How you mean? <laughs> he's but, undefeated. But nah, he probably has some competition with me. Cause let ask, let people ask around. Ask All around. Right. Ask about me. Yo, if you see the mount the mountain of rice my my guy could put on his plate, I don't know, man. Rice? Okay, that's where it will kind of stop me. Yeah, I, I can't eat the rice. You can't, you I can't can do, do everything rice. else. Except the rice. Put the meat, put the vegetables, put whatever. But the moment I want one piece of rice, I'm, I, I can't do that. Yeah, man. Okay, fit. so I'll, okay. I'll give I'll give I'll give your angel that one. Right. I'll give your angel that one. But not only are you a rapper, um you, you also stated that uh Obviously, you're a graduate of Trevis Institute, which is a very prominent uh, music school, engineering school here in Toronto. Yes. Um, and Junior, Junior T. Shout out to man like Junior yes. T. He was actually there around the same time. That's where we oh, first word? met. Yeah. That's why you guys sound. That's why you guys sound so crispy. Yo, man. Shout out to Junior T. He's doing massive things on yeah, tour with, with Jesse, Jesse Reyes Jesse right, right now, now and he actually put out his song too, uh, not too long ago. The one with uh, Sean Leon. Yes. And was it Faiza? Yes. And one more person I'm forgetting. Um. Oh my gosh, it's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna bother me. But you know Get what? Get mad at R Ryan, not me, please. <laughs> no, no. Listen, blame the head, not the heart. 
Right, exactly. Because exactly. he's dope on the track himself, too. Exactly. It's exactly. a white guy. It's a white guy. Yes. It's a white guy. He usually hangs around Legends League. Okay. I'll put the link in the description. You can listen to the song <laughs> and, and there. We'll, we'll give him the shout out, man. <laughs> it's a, it, yo, it's a big tune. It's a, it's it's a, a it's huge a dope, tune. Dope tune yo. But you, you, you've also mentioned that not only is rapping important to you and the lyricism is, is important to you, but the, the beat selection, because you, you production has been kind of your thing lately. Right. And you kind of went by an alias. Yes. Um, why the alias? Why, why, differ, why differ spec one the rapper and not spec one the producer? Why somebody else? Um, yes, I'm in, yes, I'm making you think, buddy. Let's do it. Uh, hopefully. Let's go into the thinking cap. Um, <laughs> I, I like building worlds for different parts of who I am. Mm-hmm. I think that might be a Sagittarius thing. I don't know. Could because be. the Sagittarius symbol is like the centaur, which is a half horse, half, half man, man with, yeah. the, with the arch of the bow and arrow. And I've read in my horoscope and learned that our lifelong struggle is that we love to be free and like to be able to gallop in the wild like mm-hmm. the horse, but we're always trying to like elevate our wisdom to become smart like man. You understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Okay. So I type feel like that has a lot to do with it because um, I was making a point and I strayed off from it. No, you didn't. Caught up you're, you're, no, you're, you're right on the ball. Don't get it twisted. I just said, why do you differ? Differentiate Spec One the rapper from the producer. Not, there we go to the producer. But why? Ah, why another? We're back on track. Why another alias? Because and it it goes right back to that. To shout out Marty McFly. <laughs> shout out Marty McFly. Me liking to have different faces for the different things that I do. You mm. know what I'm saying? So Marty McFly is the producer face slash engineer face. Right. Spec One is the writer. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's really just the two sides of. Um, the coin working side by side simultaneously. So shout out to Marty McFly. He's shout out done to Marty. He's done a lot of work. He's done a lot of work. He produced Black Bodies. He produced Indomie Mafia. Featuring Shy Wisdom. Featuring Shy Wisdom. You feel me? And he's doing a lot of work on this new project. This new album I got coming. I'm out. excited. We're gonna talk about that one in a little bit. But um, speaking of Shy, yes, uh, you guys have been very, uh, and I'm, I want to use the word right. I want to use the word right sentence properly. So forgive me. No, go on. Um, you guys have been creating magic. Yes. On both sides, because not only is, you know, Shy an amazing artist. Yes. She's also the mother of your amazing, beautiful, handsome son. More wisdom. Um, talk to her. Talk to us about. She's trust me in the podcast. She's been a name that's been always dropped. If it's not your name, it's her name. Right. Um, she's she's, a, she's the Don, yo. <laughs> Simple as that. Yeah, she's the Don. She's the Don. The vocal Don. Um, the creative Don. Like what? What? What is it like? Mind you, I'm the fly on the wall right now. What is it like doing music with her and her intelligence and your intelligence together? Like, what is it like? Yo, it's very basic and very simple, to be honest. That is a lie, and I definitely don't believe in the love of God is not <laughs> in you. I'm telling you, it's very, very simple. We don't think too much. We don't think too hard. We just do. And that comes from trust. You know, mm. when you look at the best relationships in hip-hop, and I'm not talking about, like, just through, like, being, like, a couple or a partner or a marriage or anything. I'm talking about, like, 
Snoop and Dre. I'm talking about like Raekwon and Ghost. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about like How I Can Mob, like Method Man, Red Man. Yeah, like when you look at the best collaborations, I, it's definitely because they trust each other. Mm. I know this is what you do. You know this is what I do, and we understand the language and we trust that yo, we're going to land safely after we fly. You understand? Yo, what are you trying to get me teared up in this? Like, what, are you, what are you trying? Want well, my wife now? Um, so then I beg to ask: Then is there an album coming between the two of you soon together? Yo, we've we've thought about that. There's no matter. To be thought, honest, and I feel like it will definitely happen. We just need to figure out what that looks like because one thing we're actually actively working to stray away from mm-hmm. is to make too many records right now together because a lot what we started getting was people like introducing us like we were a group like spec one and shy and wisdom. shy wisdom or shy was the man spec, spec one or well, shy and spec <laughs> or get this my spec favorite shy. my favorite is when promoters would you know reach out to her mm-hmm. or me and be like yo we want to put you on this show and they're going to give us the fee for one person but then they're expecting that that person to just automatically show up. Shy no, gonna no. show up with me, or I'm gonna show up with Shy, or like it you know. Nagasa. You understand? <laughs> Nothing Nagasa, yo. Like you trying to give us our group rate out no, here. No, We're no, no. Group. You're not getting two for one deal. It's not group, no Swiss chalet. You're nah. not getting the. You're not getting the leg breast and thigh. You're not getting the fries and the gravy. Yeah. Is that you're paying for the gra- the fries and the gravy, and then paying for the chicken? You see me? It's not. It's not a package. Oh, We're not a package deal like that. Like. Because you guys are, although together, you guys are still individuals. Right, absolutely. Individual artists. And I think it's very powerful because, like I said, you mentioned Black Bodies uh, was a very prominent song uh, between the two of you. Um, But then that leads now, and which I'm kind of glad, so glad, because it's been almost, what, three years that you put out a, you know, a a full album or a full track or anything. Yes. And now you finally come, pause. You finally passed through. <laughs> you're, you're, fin- you're finally passed through, and you drop Indome Mafia. Yes. Um, this is very like for me and a colleague of mine. Shout out to Luca Capone. You um, got man like Luca Capone. Very significant because we were like, when is this guy gonna drop a song? When is this guy gonna drop a song? When is this guy gonna drop a f- song? Right. And then right. lo and behold, I see on my Instagram one day, Indome Mafia. Bang. on my Instagram wall. Yes. Why no press? Why no push? Why did you just drop it? It just felt right. It just felt like the time. You understand what I'm saying? I understand what it goes, what goes into doing press and all of that stuff. And I knew that it would take a minute for me to get everything gathered the exact way that I wanted it to. Mm-hmm. So I've always went with the, I shouldn't say always, because I don't have that many projects out. But like with my last project, I went with the, um, you just need a, a few good people who understand your vision right? and who, work, who are able to work with you towards making it happen. You understand? Mm-hmm. So in terms of, like, the graphic work, the photography work, the sound work, you know, I knew that, yo, I could get this from my, 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 my brethren, right. Lu- Lucius. I could get this from Cola mm-hmm. and so on and so forth. And I knew that that would be enough to spark the flame. Mm-hmm. And believe it, it may sound arrogant. I wouldn't say arrogant, but it, it's confident. I'm confident in my city, and I'm confident in the people that listen to my vibes, that mm-hmm. when that comes, they will hold me up. And, you know what I'm saying, I wasn't wrong. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I dropped it, and the, re- the response and the reception is really dope. And 
I know this is getting long-winded, but I have to say this. No, no, it's never. Podcasts are never long-winded. There's no time limit to a podcast. Don't tell me that because we'll be here for five hours. Okay, we I can't do, do that because I got to go Because <laughs> you got to pick up wifey. I don't. I, don't. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I, got, I got demands now. And you got listen, we both got demands. So. You feel me? But no, continue. Oh, but um, what I wanted to say was one thing that I've, you know what I'm saying, it, it's very important to learn when you're building anything, not just an album, just mm-hmm. anything, is that it's very easy for people it's more easier for people to jump on the ship after it's built right but when you're building the ship it's not that easy to get people to come through to be like yo i need nails i need steel Mm -hmm. i need hammers i need tools you know because even though people may want to in their heart give you that time right you understand what i'm saying even if you're gonna pay them there's certain there's enough times i like even offered i'm like yo i got this budget or whatever Mm -hmm. and certain people weren't able able to and it's like I don't take that person. I just understand that, yo, the ship is, it's easier for people to jump on the ship after right. it's been built. Because it's less work. Yeah. So I just focus on building the ship. Mm-hmm. And then I have to, like, let that get ready to sail. And as it's sailing, I, I, I sail slow enough for people right. to jump on and help. You see me? But sometimes, but what I find, what I tend to find sometimes is, and don't, like, correct me if I'm wrong in this right. aspect, but sometimes I find it really weird because it's because, the same analogy. You're building the ship, but sometimes you're like, "Do I even want you on my ship?" Right. Because you may even you may make the ship fall right. apart. You know, or you may be too heavy. Right. You know, um, did you did you ever find that like even in like you, you can even go from the production aspect and the and the music aspect and the the lyrical aspect? Did you ever find yourself going like, you know what? I don't want you on my ship. Get off. Man, um, <laughs> it sounds very condescending, <laughs> but it's the truth because that's what I find in Toronto artists. Sometimes people only want to jump the wave, and then the moment they're they're, you know, their 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 car, you know, their their spaceship gone clear, mm-hmm. it's like okay, I don't I don't need you anymore. Right. Time time to r- remove yourself. Oh, I've had that. I've had that happen to me several times, man. I don't even tell people about my ideas anymore because there are some ideas that you've heard floating out here that. I was the originator of the idea, but someone mm-hmm. heard it, or I spoke to someone about it, and they beat me to the punch to mm-hmm. it. It happens to me, like, so much, like, a lot, that I just stopped telling people my ideas, This is, which is another reason why I came with the little sneak attack. Right, and I didn't appreciate that. <laughs> As a radio guy, I don't appreciate it. Like, let me know ahead of time, you feel because me? we would have built it up for you. But, go, no, but yeah. Sometimes you have to move stealthy. I hear you. Know? But, hey, it's, it's good because now that this is dropped for the next one, it's like people will know... I'm not pump faking when I say right. yo, I'm coming. You understand what I'm saying? Right. But um, yeah. This is really good spec. Um, let me see if I can. Probably one more question. Um, Let's do it. We both love our city. We do. We do. We we both love. We love the culture. We love the diversity of our city. Um, but just like me, there are some things that you would love to change. Shit. And how much time I, we got? Uh, <laughs> I'll give you 15 minutes for this one. I'll, I'll give you 15 minutes for this one. More than enough. But um, there are certain things, even from like the from the the government standpoint, hmm. where the government has given us, you know, oodles of money. Right. The money's there. Right. However, the process is a it's 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 so deadening that it makes you just want to be like, you know what, I can't do this no more. Right. For to go through all that process for to get a little piece of change. Right. Um. Hypothetically speaking. Or figuratively speaking, sorry, if I were to give you the power to change something in not just Toronto's diasporic sound or music or whatever it is, 
But what would be that one thing that would make make you? What's the one thing that would make you change something uh, in Canada when it comes to? And I hate using this term, the urban uh, music genre. Mm-hmm. I would let people. No, you know what? Let me fix that. All right, let's do it. Black music. There we go. And you made my answer even easier. Is I would put <laughs> black people in positions to actually, um, so that they can regulate the thing properly. Because when you look at all of the people who are in control mm-hmm. of things that have to deal with urban, they're not black. Right. You understand? So that's why a project like Sofa King Amazing that I dropped three years ago can be on every single media outlet. Right. Receive all of the praise and the critical acclaim Claim, right. and be nominated for video awards and mm. all that stuff. That's why I could do all that and still not have the impact it's supposed to have. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Because I was speaking about things that were like controversial and like certain subjects that were like touchy touchy shout out scott boogie scott boogie spec one spec one watching? scott boogie bless <laughs> you have to come through the interrupting thing it's but cult- yo, it's scott boogie. no no it's it. scott boogie it's, it's that's culture man i'm just straight up <laughs> but no yeah as you were saying so basically you, you you stated that a lot of the people that are in prominent positions right aren't aren't black aren't black you know, every now and then you'll luck out and you'll get someone who's non-black who sees what you're doing and is like, yo, I appreciate this. And regardless of whether or not you're speaking about touchy issues or like things that may not affect me, I'm riding for this because I see the talent in this. I see the bravery in this and so on and so mm-hmm. forth. But for the most part, the people that are in positions that are operating these things that we put the term urban right. on top of are not black, which is why we use the term urban. Right. So that it's inclusive, you understand? Mm. And if you don't come with an inclusive vibe, then they're not going to include you. Unless your thing is hot to the point where they have to. Right. So I feel like that's why I've been included in enough things happening years that, like, it was undeniably good. Mm-hmm. They had to. But, like, I feel like it would operate much better and much fair if it were operated by people of the community. Not only just black people, but people of the community. Of the community. You understand? Because they're not of the people that are in control and not of the community. Mm-hmm. Hands down. Not this one. Is, this is good. So, Spec, you know, uh, on the podcast, we have this thing called the Hot Cake of the Week, ah. uh, which is kind of like the single of the week that we, we kind of highlight. And, of course, I'm going to have Indomie Mafia as the Hot Cake of the Week. So make sure to go get that on all streaming platforms right now. Just, just, Just go pick it up. And when should we expect the album, sir? You know what? No, don't give dates because you had a, you had this unction that you don't like to give dates. Right. Because things year, don't go planned years. if you put a date on it. Right. I'll give the year to 2019. Perfect. So it could be December 31st, 2019. <laughs> it could be January 1st, 2019. Whatever, boss. Just just get us the music, man. Listen, uh, dude, I like I said, I revere you as probably one of the, the – one of – the most important artist in the city. And all I can Respect say is him. much, much success to you and everything, you know, in your family mm. and, and, you know, young little more and, you know, shy and everybody. And of course your career, man. So big shout out to you. Respect. And like I said, you have a policy anytime. Just let me know in advance when you want to come through. All right. I'm sorry. Far wide through. You can. Toronto, you heard that. All right. <laughs>
<laughs> Sec Chunk. one, glad to have you, boss. Glad to be here, Mr. Chunk. Thank you. It's the Maple Syrup Podcast. Race. Whew. Too much in one episode. And I, as I stated to Spec, there's no uh, policy for him to show up anytime. So who knows? There could be a part two. There could be a part three. He just has a lot on his on his mind that he has to talk about. If it's not music, politics. If it's not politics, the community. If it's not community, music. If it's not music, so much more. Uh, but again, thanks to the one and only Mr. Spec One for stopping through the Maple Syrup Podcast. Thanks for y'all for actually listening uh, for these last, I guess, 44, 45, 50 minutes of good banter, good music, and good conversation. Make sure, again, to subscribe on Apple Podcast, on Google Play, on Spotify. And if you haven't, hit that five-star. Leave a comment. Let us know how we're doing. Who do you want us to, to interview next on the next episode? Um, I actually got a special one next week. Uh, he's an amazing playwright. He's an amazing songwriter. And he's an A&R uh, all over the city, and uh, not just here, but across North, North America. I'm talking about none other than uh, Troy Crossfield. Uh, he actually is also a playwright, which is cool, too. So we're going to kind of delve into not just the music aspect, but also where the writing of plays come into play. No pun intended. Uh, let's end the show off with our hot cake of the week here. It's Spec One's Indome Mafia, as you talked about earlier, uh, right here on the Maple Syrup Podcast. Remember, maple syrup is sweet, not sappy. Follow me, R-D-O-T-C-H-U-N-G. Follow us on Instagram, Maple Syrup Podcast, and on Twitter's Maple Syrup Show. And uh, we'll be back next week with another episode on the Maple Syrup Podcast. And in the words of AJ Lift, cheer! Ooh, give me some of that sweet, sweet syrup, baby. Fight like a warrior. Shoot the dragons all away. True dumb conqueror. It's the only way I know I can prove it. I can prove you all wrong, yeah. I might not make it. Before it's done for me, it'll be over first for you. Something to talk about. You know, be mafia, day. What you want in why? Money go flow, money go flow, money go fill my cup. Rasta fi beg no one, still I go bless you some. Honey and a brain upon you. Still I see guide me away. Please run evil out. Why bang them all the way? Damn, oh, yeah. You know me, mafia, I What you want in why? Money go flow, money go flow, minta wo billion go I'm up at 6 a.m. Okashi yo lo lo, deshimla Rest on a beg my king, I be our own my thing You give me 10 my friend, flip it to 100 and run it again And if a lick's on deck, I'ma be on the neck I put the session on, ready to roll, ready to roll Job is like a drum roll, it's a new day Oh, no, I won't.